The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. Welcome to A Guided Life Podcast, where we talk about all things spirit and life. I'm your host, Laura West. Through a mix of solo and interview episodes, I want to showcase all the different ways the spirit world helps guide our daily lives, whether it's through intuition, signs, mediumship, channeling, the mystical, or the paranormal, our altruistic spirit guides and other members of our loving soul team are always there, ready, able, and willing to guide us. Today, I want to talk about boundaries and not from the perspective of somebody who has it figured out because I'm still working on it. In fact, I'm, I would say, elbows deep in the work right now. And perhaps that's why I'm being drawn to have a discussion about this, again, from a very vulnerable space to connect and share with you guys I guess how my journey of discovering and defining my boundaries has been and how it's looked and how it continues to look. And I imagine it'll probably continue to look even further down the road and perhaps for the rest of my life. (laughs) I've heard about the concept of boundaries for a while now, doing spiritual work and being immersed in that environment of spirituality, there's a lot of talk about boundaries. And I understand the concept of having boundaries, of protecting my energy, doing what feels right for me, and not constantly sacrificing myself and my energy for others. It's one thing to know what is meant by boundaries. It's a whole other thing to actually start to explore and learn what your boundaries are. So I definitely understand those who find it difficult and very challenging because it's not easy. It's not easy to change something that you probably have been doing all of your life (laughs) until you've realized you've been doing it all of your life. And so then to change it is not easy to do. So perhaps that's where I'm at right now, where I have learned that a lot of my people pleasing and avoiding conflict and flaking out on plans was me not having healthy boundaries to begin with. For instance, flaking out on plans. Perhaps I'd be invited to go out, I don't know, (laughs) to either a dance club or a bar or something like that. And quite frankly, those aren't the type of scenes that I am really comfortable with. I don't enjoy large loud, rowdy crowds. I am also, to be honest, not comfortable dancing in front of other people. So those types of scenes, I don't normally tend to gravitate towards. And when I get invited to those types of scenes, 
my first response would be to say, yes, perhaps it's fear of missing out. Perhaps it's the thought of, well, if I don't say yes, I won't get invited again, whatever the case may be. I sort of sacrifice my energetic comfort level, perhaps even my energetic safety to temporarily please other people. Perhaps another example of not honoring my boundaries would be if I find that a situation with another person is starting to get heated and a conflict is arising, I may automatically shut down or find a way to leave the situation versus trying to either work it out or see it for what it is and that it's not perhaps a direct attack on me or it's more of how can we resolve the situation. Whatever the case may be, I found that that's how I would handle a lot of situations that started to appear to be very stressful and anxiety ridden for me. So I want to say I'm not at the point where I'm ready to take on every conflict and ready to say no to every invitation. That's not it at all. In fact, I'm very much in the place where whenever I come across something, I tune in more to my own self and I ask myself, is this something I want to do? Does this feel good in my body? Does it feel good for my energy? Am I just saying yes to say yes? Or am I saying yes because it's something I really want to do? And so learning to say no is part of this work that I'm doing with boundaries. Learning to check in with myself before giving a response is another way that I do work with my boundaries. Trying to be more thoughtful versus reactive when it comes to situations that may pose some sort of conflict is another way that I'm working with my boundaries. Reevaluating some relationships that I have with family and friends and honoring my space in that relationship is how I've been working on my boundaries. It can look so different in so many ways. And everybody, of course, is different. But for me, I can see how boundary work has permeated other aspects of my life and not just in a spiritual sense. And me working on honoring what it is that I want, what it is I don't want, and being okay with how I respond to any given situation that's outside of me, outside of my comfort zone, and learning what's something that I should do, though it may be outside of my comfort zone, and learning what is okay not to do. So it's a lot of tuning in, checking in, and seeing how I feel and how I may be responding to situations as part of the work that I'm doing with boundaries. I heard a spiritual guide talk about empaths, and it made me think a lot about the work that I'm doing with boundaries. And I think that it's very much related. For those who don't know, an empath is somebody who really tunes into and picks up on even the energy in a space of another person, uh, maybe even an animal. They're just really in tune with the emotions and maybe the energy of the people in the space around them. And it was really interesting what this spiritual guide said that empaths are empaths because of their upbringing. They were brought up in a space where they had to be hyper attuned to 
their living situation because there may have been a family member or somebody that lived in the household with them that they didn't feel safe with and they had to learn to read that person's emotions as a safety precaution to make sure that they didn't rock the boat and get them upset or angry in any way. It's essentially a childhood trauma. So what this leads to is a hyper attuned adult who for safety has learned to tune into the emotions of those around them and to pick up on the negative ones, especially because it's a safety thing. It becomes like almost a fight or flight response. And that's how they're going to keep themselves safe is by knowing where the conflict in a room lies and avoiding that. And the spiritual guide brought up a really good point that empaths You never hear them saying, yes, let's go somewhere where there are lots of people and lots of energy because I really, really thrive off of that. It's usually the opposite. I avoid those situations because it leaves me drained at the end. And I found that really interesting that empaths essentially have trained themselves to become hyper attuned to all of those around them because of years of training themselves to protect and keep themselves safe from whatever situation in their childhood or perhaps even a young adult relationship that wasn't healthy. And it caused them to learn to be really hyper attuned to individuals around them and really honing in on who to avoid and perhaps even who to gravitate towards, who feels safe, who doesn't. So When I heard the spiritual guide talk about that, it really struck a chord with me because of the boundary work that I've been slowly working on and recognizing in my own life. And so I really feel that there's a strong connection with empaths and the need for boundaries. I'm not saying that it's a quick fix because by no means is it. I mean, it took years to develop. Unfortunately, it's probably gonna take years to undo. But for me, The first important step has been to recognize that that's what I was doing, that those were the behaviors that I had. And then with each scenario that I come across where I feel like my boundaries are being tested, how do I respond to that particular scenario? So taking it case by case, day by day. And like I said, this will be work that I will most likely be doing for the rest of my life. And that's okay because it keeps me connected and it keeps me in line with my body, my energy, what feels good to me and what doesn't, what I allow in and what I won't. And so I hope that sharing my journey with boundaries will either prove helpful for some of you or maybe just informational for others. Maybe it will prompt a conversation for you to have with yourself about where you stand when it comes to having these boundaries in your own life. If you find that you're drained by the end of the day, if you find that you're drained in big crowds, if you find that you're attending things or doing things in life that don't bring you any joy, perhaps it's time to take a look at your boundaries. So with that said, I am going to pull a card from my From Your Spirit Guides deck to help wrap up this episode. This may or may not even be related to what I just spoke about, but nonetheless, your guide, 
feels that it's important for you to know this message at this time that you are listening to this episode. And the message is spend time in nature today. Doing so allows us to sit with you. And I love that message for what I talked about with boundaries, because I think that it's really important to enlist the help of those members of your soul team, whether they're spirit guides, angels, ascended masters, etc. Enlist their help as you Go through your own journey of defining your boundaries and learning to respect those and what that looks like for you. Because you don't have to do this alone. It may feel lonely because only you know your boundaries. But if you allow your team to come in and help, then it can be less overwhelming. Give some of that to them. And so for those who maybe need a little bit more help connecting with their guides, sit quietly in nature today and see how that feels, whether it's just relaxing, whether it's just time for yourself to be with yourself and to check in, or whether it really does allow you to receive a message or an aha moment from your guides. So I hope that this episode is helpful for you. And I want to thank you so much for listening. I will talk to you guys again in my next one. And that was another episode of a Guided Life podcast. To connect with me via my socials or for links to my book titled Guided or my card deck called From Your Spirit Guides, please visit my Linktree site at l-i-n-k-t-r dot e-e forward slash Guided West. Thanks so much for tuning in. And until next time, love and light always. Victoria Moran. Since we launched the Main Street Vegan podcast back in 2012, lots more people have discovered the way that moving in a vegan direction can infuse our lives with vitality, spirituality, and compassion. My guests are experts on every aspect of making this work in your real life and our real world. Join us for Main Street Vegan here on mindbodyspirit.fm.